Hey, welcome back to another episode of Rick Will Cut You. I'm your host, Rick Morgan, owner and operator of Echo Alley Barbershop in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, it's been a while since I've done an episode, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just going to continually not have a consistent pattern of when these episodes are released. So if you're expecting one every single week, um, it's probably not going to happen. So if you would like to be notified when a new episode comes out, the best thing to do is if you listen to this on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts, subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll be notified right away when a new episode comes out. But right now, it seems like I do three or four episodes or five sometimes, and then I take six weeks off, you know, to decompress and reflect on those three to five episodes. And I think that's what I'm going to probably be continuing to do until I decide I'm done altogether, and then I'll probably do a few more. But uh, this week, if you're tuning in for Keelan, just forget it, because Keelan's not, he wasn't invited to this episode. Okay, he's not here. Um, but if you were tuning in for Keelan, <coughs> excuse me, if you, if you were tuning in to hear Keelan, um, you'll hear a, uh, uh, someone, I can't even believe he could be more interesting than Keelan, but this man is, I will say more interesting than Keelan Jameson. Um, he is an extremely talented musician and sorry, Keelan, he's a more talented musician than you. His name's Alexander Baker. He's a local guy, uh, here in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's played music all around the country. Um, he's recorded albums in Nashville. He's also a childhood friend of mine. I was very lucky enough to grow up amongst around Alex and his uh, creative juices. And he is smart, funny, sensitive, nice man. Here's the episode. Enjoy it. Find him on Bandcamp, Alexander Baker on Bandcamp. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to get a good guitar sound. Do you think there's too much bass in that? It's just the way of the world. You've got a one-track mind to the Ferris wheel. Just the way that you smile You've got a nose for things And a mouth that gets wild It's just the way that you are All you damn people I will give you something to laugh about Oh, oh, oh. It's just the way that you walk could love me, damn baby, or tear this house apart. It's just the way that you are. All you damn people, I will give you something to laugh about. Oh, oh, oh. All right. The world, you've 
got a one-track mind to the Ferris wheel So it's just the way that you are All you damn people, I will give you something to laugh about No And that's me Okay, Alex, that was Alex Baker, Alexander Baker, uh, and he already uh, threatened me with legal action. <laughs> Alex, so I just wanted a verbal commitment that we can use your song, Damn People, on this podcast for ex- in exchange for me buying you lunch today. Well, here's how it's going to go. I How's it gonna go? <laughs> well, I'm a registered songwriter from BMI, and I have copyrights on all my music, including "Damn People." But yeah, so I asked Rick to, or Ricky, as I call him, um, Rick. We'll cut you. I asked him to uh, pay me royalties for my for my work, my songwriting. Work. No, you didn't say that for royalties. You just said I could come but, after you. But the royalty, the royalty. That Rick is going to pay me is is buy me lunch by Penn Station or Just whatever the, you want for the record. Yeah. I don't I don't really care what yeah. what it is. Penn Station's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, that's a good deal. Okay, so uh, you know I haven't done a show in five weeks, and everyone thought uh, this is becoming a pattern. Everyone thinks I'm done with the show, but then I keep coming back. You know, even stronger and better than before. So uh, welcome to Rick. will cut you. I'm your host, Rick Morgan, Ricky Morgan, um, as Alex calls me. And I'm here with a very special guest. Actually, this is, might be the first person on the podcast who has not been into the barber shop or gotten a haircut from me. Um, but I'm making an exception, even though that is supposedly the rule that uh, you have to have gotten a haircut from me to be on the show. But uh, this is my my longtime childhood friend and a uh, uh, extremely talented, famous musician, Alex Baker. Um, Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Acclaimed musician. Acclaimed. Rather, you know, rather than famous per se. Uh, you are famous to me and in my circle of uh, people. So we'll say acclaimed. Okay, fine. Acclaimed. Uh, yeah. Some people know my music, I think. Yeah. It's impossible for me to keep track of where they are or who they are. Yeah. So where, where can, um, let's just get this out of the way. Okay. We'll get it out of the way. Where can people find your music if they want to listen to it? If they like that song, you have a, that was that was one of my favorite songs you played it because yeah. I've told you it's for sale on alexanderbaker.bandcamp.com. That's a l e x a n d e r b a k e r dot bandcamp.com. Also, I have music on coconutmilk.bandcamp.com. That's c o c o n u t M I L K B A N D dot bandcamp dot com. Coconut milk dot bandcamp dot com. Nice. So, Alex, yeah, Alex, I've, I've known, uh, we and Alex have known each other since we were six years old in kindergarten. Is that correct? Somewhere like that. Yeah. yeah Did yeah. we meet each other in kindergarten or preschool? I think it was kindergarten. I met, I met Doug in, in preschool. You met Douglas Lamar in preschool. Douglas Lamar. Um, <laughs> Douglas Lamar. 
Douglas. Yeah, you see. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a good episode for Doug to listen to. Yes, He's been Douglas, mentioned. Hello. The first time Douglas has been mentioned, another childhood friend. We were the three amigos, you know. We were the three amigos. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were the three amigos. That's a movie reference, Rick. <laughs> it is Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase. I used to work at Blockbuster Video. Did you work at Blockbuster? I did in Nashville. You did? Okay. Yeah. I, it was my favorite job. The reason I was mentioning it is my favorite job I ever had. Yeah. They were real, like, it was real laid back and we would get... <laughs> We would get free Papa John pizza. We would just trade movies for Papa John's pizza every time, every day, every shift. With? With the employees of Papa John's. With the employees of Papa John's. That's great. Blockbuster, if any of you ever went, I'm sure you had. Honestly, they're usually next to a Papa John's pizza. There are no more Blockbusters anymore except for the Oregon one. But, um, yeah, I just... It was the it was the unspoken rule that we would just trade movies and pizza and, and nobody would pay any money. That's great. Yeah, that's uh, and that went, happened every day, every shift. Almost. Yeah, literally yeah. every shift. Yeah. <laughs> you had Papa John, every day you went. Yeah, I'm meeting Papa John. And they run free movies every day too. You know. Yeah, yeah. Thing. That's awesome. Uh, we I worked at McDonald's in high school and we would exchange fast food with other with Taco Bell. Yeah, the Taco Bell employees. We'd call them up. It would it wouldn't be every day, but it would you know. Every couple of weeks, we get a phone call from Taco, the Taco Bell people, or they would get a phone call from us and be like, everyone's in the mood for a burrito today. So, I also got free KFC working there. Oh, damn. I'm all about freebies. It's great. I it's know. How, it's great. That's how I get by. Yeah. Well, I can have you come on the show and do a, a song every week, and I can buy you lunch every week. All right. As a, as a royalty. I'll just, I'll just play a different song. I have about 1,500 songs, all of them good. They are all good. All of them very good. One very good. The rest, <laughs> no, they're all very, very good. The rest extremely mediocre. I think they're very good. Uh, otherwise, I don't keep them around. Also, if I see that other people don't like a, a particular song, I'll literally throw it away. Really? Without even any feeling or thought. Yeah. Really? Because I want, I want my songs to sound good. Mm-hmm. How many people would it take? Like your song, Damn People, that you just played on here. That's one of my favorite songs. Thanks. Of yours. Um, and which is one of my favorite songs. I love that song. Um, and thank you for playing it. Uh, how many people would it take to tell you they don't like a song for you to throw it away? Is it just like one person or a particular person? Like if your mom says, Hey, I don't like that song. Will you get rid my of it? My mom likes all my songs. She, she's, Oh, sweetie, you're wonderful. You know, that's what she <laughs> says to me. You're a handsome boy. You know, like whatever. <laughs> you are a handsome boy. Alex. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm very strapping. I'm very tall. You know, yeah. Alex is just to give you a visual. Alex is how tall are you? Six eight. I'm six eight point five. Six eight point five. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. And you're thirty five and a half years old. I'm no. I'm no. You're just thirty five. I'm going to be thirty five and a half in January. Yeah. Thirty five and a half. Six eight point five. Uh, coming up on thirty five and a half. Yeah. Six eight point five. Currently, tall, handsome. Uh, interesting. Well groomed. Inter- well groomed. Yeah. Well groomed. Facial hair. Nice. Got short all my ha- teeth. All, all of his teeth, good smile, glasses, handsome guy, yes. talented musician. Well, you, you know, you're looking good yourself. I was a little worried about you, you know, when you were a kid because it took you a while to grow. Sammy was uh, a little taller than you, like, and he was younger than you, so we were a little worried. Yeah, everyone was, <laughs> everyone was a little worried. I, I remember Jeff Glasser sticking you in a garbage can. Def, I didn't get shit. Jeff Glasser didn't get. I was not me. I horrible okay. things happened to me, but that was not one of them. You said that the other day. Somebody on the phone. got stuck in a stuck I, in a trash can. I think Jeff it was Glasser, Stevie because they were talking shit to him. 
Yeah, I know. It was Stevie not me. I think it was Stevie. I think it was Stevie Tensmeyer. <laughs> He's a lawyer, though, so we shouldn't mention his name. He could co- he could come after us. Oh, we're not slandering. No, it's not slander. Stevie. I like Stevie Tensmeyer. Stevie got stuck in a trash can by Jeff Glasser. I, I think thought, I honestly thought it was you. Maybe you blacked it out because it was too traumatic. Maybe it was too traumatic <laughs> to me. No, a lot of a lot of I I try. I wish I could black out some of the things that happened when we were children, but unfortunately, uh, every time I close my eyes, I'm just brought back to the <laughs> horrible <laughs> moments. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I was very small, and I think I was the only person. Um, I heard Thomas Hagrin gave this nickname to Sam. I I, I can't think of another person who was who was teased by somebody else getting a nickname. So like Thomas called my brother, big Ricky <laughs> in order to tease me. <laughs> I always thought that was really funny. That's what Thomas said. Yeah. Thomas used to, and then yeah. other people just said, Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Thomas yeah. was always a sarcastic jerk, but like he meant, well, yeah, yeah. I like Thomas. Those guys. Yeah. yeah. And he got, he got that sarcastic jerk thing from his dad uh, because he was always, you know, trying to mess with people. When I used to work at Kroger in Madeira, Mr. Agron, Dr. Agron, excuse me. Would was, come, he do- was he a doctor? Um, he like, was a, he's a college professor, so uh, I think he PhD. has a PhD. Yeah. Okay, so he's not saving any lives. No, no, he's, he's a complete waste. <laughs> and, and I'm not even, and he would laugh if he heard me say yeah. that because he would know that I was joking. But like he would come in to uh, where I worked at Kroger. I was a cashier for a little while and I worked USCAN. I hated it. Kroger is terrible. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not plugging Kroger. Uh, but yeah, he would just make fun of me for working there and he would say that it was stealing my soul and stuff. He'd <laughs> he mock was, you. Yeah, he was, he was right though. <laughs> yeah. He would always come through my line just to mess with me. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy. There's a lot of interesting characters in Madeira we grew he, up with. He did it all in, all in good fun. That's yeah. why he's a waste. Listen, Dr. Agron, we we love you. Yes. We, we worship you, actually. Yes, and Stevie Tensmeyer, too. We also worship you, Stevie. <laughs> Don't come after us. Um, sorry Jeff did that to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We did everything together when we were kids, man. Like, I, I you know, I, like oh, most, most of my memories involve, like, you or... Or Doug, or somebody like that. Um, basketball teams. We were on the bat. We played basketball together. We had a lot of interesting things occur on the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rockwick. I think that is the only person we should actually. I'm fine mentioning anything about Rick Rockwell. <laughs> Rick Rockwell has a great name for it's. A, he's exactly how he sounds. Rick. Yeah, he was. So he was our. Me and Alex were on the freshman Madeira Mustangs basketball team in the year like 2000. Or 2001. And this man was proselytizing to us at a public high school basketball <laughs> team. He was trying to get us to go to a prayer circle at McDonald's every weekend. Yeah. he That is true. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. a little weird. He, I, he is now the varsity coach of the Madeira Mustangs. Um, wow, moving up in the world. He's moving up. Really, really cool. <laughs> he's living his, living his dream. Uh, and he me and alex alex was the tallest guy on the team i was uh, the shortest guy on the team and this guy was our coach and he was he was very a very religious man yeah and he didn't mind sharing that and he he had a cross tattoo and honestly like whatever he's a complete fucking idiot he's just a complete dumbass brainless fool yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's just completely stupid manipulative he's a manipulator yeah, how do you mani- what was it? What were his manipulations? Well, I, I always felt I just, like we were impervious to them. He just because tried to manipulate us, but we were too smart. Yeah, say we, like, like when when uh, he played like 
that that inspiration oh song my god us, but oh, before yeah. we were at a basketball championship we should, I, which, I think, which song was that no okay i had because we were cracking up i remember sitting on the bench with you and you were like falling over on on the bench because you were laughing at it so hard <laughs> and he was like ricky i'm gonna make you do laps you're not taking it seriously yeah no. yeah so um it was just like before a game and we were those benches in the locker room I remember this. It was before like some big game, like a playoff game or something like that. Oh, and yeah, like it was one shining moment. Once, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was before this playoff game, and everyone on the team, most people on the team, hated this guy. It was like the end of the season, yeah. so everyone's done with them. Everyone, I remember other people saying that like they fantasize about just like being kicked off the team yeah. because everyone hated him so yeah. much. And uh, he, he's he's like like we said, he's a complete dumbass. I hope he hears this. He's going to hear this because yeah. someone's oh, going to send whoops. it to him. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be awkward when I run what, into what, him in the Madeira you, Kroger. You didn't turn into the, the great, you know, like uh, healer that you wanted to be, <laughs> spiritual healer to the children. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, do you do? I mean, look, no, no one said he's a pedophile for the record. So he can't come after us for that. No one said it. No, it's not, I, it's not confirmed. We're, but not, I, saying we're not saying pedophile. We're not saying it, but he does like spending time with. Uh, Young boys, it's fine. You're uh, saying it. I'm just. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. Not. I'm specifically not saying he's a pedophile. You don't yeah, understand well, what I'm saying. You, no, you're saying that you're saying that he's not. Yeah, correct. We're both saying he's not. Specifically. Specifically, the the varsity coach of the Madeira Mustangs team specifically is not a pedophile, as far as we as know. A, as far as we know. As far as we know. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So, <laughs> we and Alex are playing. We're on this basketball team. We hate it. We hate this guy. We laugh about him how he's a moron <laughs> all the time behind his back. Fourteen year olds are like feeling like. I mean, I've never really felt super smart in my life. He was but, oppressive. But, he but, was oppressive. His having, attitude was oppressive. It was oppressive. But having having me and Alex, like the, his style of coaching was definitely not going to work on most people and definitely not on me or Alex. But uh, he was like, okay, this is, this is the game. I'm going to do this motivational thing. And I don't think, like, I don't think I'm some kind of like really smart guy who's like impervious to being motivated by somebody. Like, I think if, if, you, either, if you come at me the right way, uh, I think uh, a coach could have motivated me or like got me in a mindset where I get really hyped up. Like I'm not somebody who's like, oh, sports are dumb, blah, blah, blah. Like I like yeah, sports. You got a baseball shirt on right yeah, now. Yeah, I got a minor league baseball shirt yeah. on right now. I like sports. I, you know, it's fun. Uh, but this guy, it didn't matter what he said to me. I just like, I hate you. You're a moron. Like just stop talking to me, please. And he plays a song. Uh, one shining moment to make your dreams come true. Yeah. One shining moment. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah, that song. It sucks. It's always <laughs> terrible. It totally sucks. And he tells us to like close our eyes and visualize what we're going to do in the game. And he, and he doesn't tell us what he's playing. He has like this I little... I was cracking up. And so <laughs> yes. Ricky. Let me get to the story. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. It's okay. Let me get to I... the story. Ah! Let me stop talking for a second. Uh, that's great. Uh, and then he has a little boom box. He hits play. One shining moment comes on. And there's... there's, there's uh, Alex, what does the guitar solo sound like? It was just you like... You told me to stop talking. No, no. You can come back. <laughs> come back. It's all right. Just I don't remember the, the guitar solo. I think that... Whatever. I just remember the... One shining moment. Like visualize what you can do like this that's, game. That's the yeah. Vi- it was, was, it like, was terrible. It's terrible. He was it, like this song will will help you um, visualize how you're gonna get the you know get to the goal of being champions, and the song is gonna be the thing that spiritually motivates you to do so. And and yeah. we thought it was stupid because it was. It was stupid, and you should also keep in mind during this whole thing, this man is 400 pounds. 
Yeah, we didn't mention <laughs> that yet because we're not really trying to be dicks. But yeah, but like, he is. Just in fact, just to visualize a 400-pound man who is trying to get us to become Christians. And he liked to, he liked to uh, show us how to box out with his butt repeatedly. <laughs> Again, we're specifically saying that he's not a pedophile. That but we he, know. Did, he did back it up in Alex a bunch of times. Yeah, and then he, then he and... Uh, well, how did you describe his figure? <laughs> you described his figure to me once. All right, we might want to bleep this because it's like, you know, obscene. <laughs> it's, his figure's obscene. <laughs> he had the, you know, he had like the voluptuous body of a... Of a large like, woman. Of, of a, a large of woman. Of a large woman. Like he, his body resembled a woman's body. <laughs> am, I, am I correct? <laughs> yes, it does. It's very squishy and he likes to rub it up against <laughs> us. Not a pedophile. Anyways... Uh, <laughs> So, Bo- boxing out drills, not pedophilia. Yeah, pedophilia. <laughs> Specifically, not slander. <laughs> Specifically, it's not. Um, so if he, if he, so he plays a song, and everyone, I remember like looking at all these other, all these other idiots on our team, and there's a lot of them were taking it super. Everyone was, let's be honest, yeah. everyone was taking it super. I think, serious. I think Cole Schwein was taking it real serial. Yeah, yeah, everyone <laughs> was taking it super serious though. Closing their eyes, like puffing their chests out, and just like really, you can tell this really worked on them. And I am like, I never heard this song before, and I was like, this is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. I couldn't stop laughing, and I like, I looked over from like across the locker room and on the other bench across from me. Alex is losing his face; it's like bright red. You were freaking the fuck out, and we made eye contact and both just like lost our minds laughing in front of everybody, just like mocking them. Rick Rockwell reprimanded us immediately and and said (laughs) that he was going to bench us if we didn't shape up our attitude. Yeah. For not being good teammates or sports or something. But he was playing this like like I'm a sensitive person, especially when it comes to music. I'm 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 very capable of picking out certain things, especially if it <laughs> sucks. Like, like it sticks out like a sore thumb to me, like and I've been, always been like that. Cause I've got pretty good pitch and like I've got like perfect pitch essentially. Cause I'm <laughs> you know 'cause I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well uh, but uh, so uh, I can a bad song like Nickelback or anything like that is just like it's just the worst thing you could do to me. And also, if you expect me not to laugh at it, you're you're mistaken. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. I I was trying not to laugh actually. Yeah. I I specifically, my, I specifically remember the image of you taking your jersey and putting yeah. it over your face because I was trying to do what he said and, really. But yeah, like, and I was, but he was being so too. stupid. <laughs> and then uh, I saw uh, you laughing. It made me laugh. Yeah. And then then it was just the you know the wheels go. Keep yeah, spinning. it's just like you're not supposed to laugh. What makes you want to laugh harder? Right. That was I remember one of the funniest moments of to this day. One of the funniest moments of my life. Just because <laughs> it was pretty it was funny, so, it was very memorable. Yeah, um, he thought he was going to really like really motivate us and get get to us this time. You he's know. like, wait till we get to the box out drills next week, Alex. You're fucked. <laughs> he's like, you're literally <laughs> fucked. And then he uh, he bullied me into into staying. On, I I was on the basketball team and because I was real tall all my life, and I was on the basketball team until freshman year and. Him and uh, Jay Reynolds was, uh, you know, they came up to me like I told Rick Rockwell that I wanted to quit. And he was like, you don't know what you're doing, son. You know, and then he got Jay Reynolds to come over there and they both cornered me. Uh, I like I like Mr. Reynolds was a nice guy. I think he he wasn't. No, he wasn't as bad. Like he wasn't like I don't have complaints about him really. Other than this moment. Then he hired Rick Rockwell. Well, no, other than this moment, they were trying to bully me. And they were trying to like convince me. And I'm I was real sensitive as a kid, you know, like I like kind of emotional uh-huh. kid. Yeah. And, um, and I, I still am, 
that that kind of person but like and i really don't like to be bossed by anyone and yeah. because i'm pretty smart and like people tend to like want to boss me around because like i'm i'm larger than them and they want to like you know express dominance over me or do you think it has to do with your height it could i don't know i do i mean if you lived if you lived in my shoes like yeah. there's a lot of weird scenarios that i that i go through every day because i mean i'm six foot eight and a half as we mentioned before and if I'm standing in a crowd, I'm always the tallest person. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to see anyone that's as tall or taller than me, although I yeah. have seen that, and you see it occasionally. It's just like people notice my height. Men, men, men want to like men, yeah. men like women don't even care. They might, they might, you know, not even notice it or think that it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know? but uh, but men. They want to put you in your place. They're like, you think you're tall? Men, yeah, you stupid wanna... men who can't think through their own issues. You know, want to <laughs> want to fight me, basically. You know, and then then they get mad at me because I outsmart them with my with my wit and tongue. You know? <laughs> with my tongue, <laughs> yeah. So it just goes like that sometimes. Anyway, it's like it's not a big deal. It's just I've gotten a lot of like weird, like drunk dudes like try to like think i'm trying to fight them or something and then i'm always like i'm not trying like i'm not mad dude yeah you know yeah for sure (laughs) dude dude so they did that to you they 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 told you you can't you can't quit yeah you can't quit you don't know son you don't you don't know what you're throwing away you know you you gotta you gotta because uh he had a uh, rick rockwell had a meeting with one of my teachers my latin teacher and she uh stood up for me because he accused me of smoking pot or being a pothead even though i had never smoked he accused me too he remember accused, that both of us and we had never both smoked of pot us of smoking weed even though we never did yeah at the time of course yeah. i smoke Beca- pot every day because i have a medical card yeah <laughs> yeah <there you> go. <laughs> thank you but we hadn't at the time i didn't and i remember he accused me yeah. of not not uh learning the plays because i was stoned and then the latin teacher had to like say like he's not smoking pot you idiot he yeah had a, he had a meeting with my mom that's so um, funny and and the latin teacher because like he thought that because i wasn't remembering the plays that i was a stoner or something just because you liked music and mean yeah. you, mean you laughed at yeah. him a lot so he yeah. thought you were high because i wanted to quit the basketball team grow my hair out and play music and that's what i did yeah and they didn't like it because they wanted me to do suicide drills up and down the court <laughs> This is not going to work on Alex not Baker. Gonna work. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> not going to work. Just that Alex. idea of doing a suicide drill. That's not my style. You know, suicide. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That basketball team was wild. Um, my biggest a moment in that basketball team, besides the one shining moment moment was um, everyone on my, someone uh, took my Jersey out of my locker do you remember this? And everyone on the JV team and varsity team, they all took shits on my jersey. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, you, sort of vaguely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they all like. That sucks. I remember like uh, was like, oh yeah, oh Ricky, your jersey's in the toilet. And I went over, and there was just like it was like they all yeah, took turns taking a shit on. It was like I a pile of, to do with of feces on top of it. Oh, I'm not. I wasn't yeah. accusing you. <laughs> don't yeah. worry. And <laughs> I don't. I don't even. Even if you had at this point, I I don't give a shit. Yeah. But, I, uh, I vaguely remember that, though. But yeah. this is it has to do with Rick Rockwell because uh, <laughs> we're really coming after this guy. No, we aren't. No, we we're not. We're just talking about our lives. Yeah, we're just talking about our lives and what what ha- what he what he what he did to us when we were fourteen. Well, it's, it sort of left an impression on us because it yeah. was so strange. It was so strange. It was so strange. And anyway, but uh, this is even stranger. So I see this and I'm just like, well, I don't have a jersey now. 
uh, <laughs> we have a game tonight and I don't have a jersey. Yeah. And um, uh, I find him in um, his uh, in his room, whatever class he was teaching. Um, and he, um, I, I show him, I like take him to the scene of the crime. I was like, look, I was like, look, I was like, I'm not, I don't have a jersey for the game tonight. Yes. Yeah, some dickweeds. And yeah, yeah. So on my everyone, <laughs> everyone on the high school team, on the varsity <laughs> team and JV team shit on my jersey. <laughs> they are literally shitting on me. And, uh, and he was like, and he starts getting mad at me. Like, he's like, what did you do? To how'd you, this? yeah, what did you, yeah, exactly. Like, he starts like, like gaslighting me and being like, what have you done? Like, you left your locker unlocked. Like, it's my fault or something you like know, that. That's actually kind of a good impression of him. I yeah, kind of yeah, got, yeah. got like chills. Like, yeah, you got chills, got a flashback to his ass coming and bouncing in your face. Uh, let's do some charge drills now, Alex. Yeah, yeah he's real serious. Like skins. That. Shirts, skins, Alex is skins. Skin. Alex, Al your skins. Skins, Al. Skins, Al. No, you know your skins when I'm here. Uh, and he says, and he looks at me, and he looks back at the pile of shit. Like, I'm, like, holding my nose because it's it's disgusting. And he just goes, get it out. He says, oh, yeah. he says to me, get it out of the shit. I was like, what do you mean, get it out? Brilliant. And I just go, no. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a- fucking absolutely. That. I'm not putting my hands. He told me to reach in there and take it out. That's disgusting. Oh, the shit. A public health violation. It's a public. And ironically, he's, he's asking a child. Wait, to touch yeah, feces. He's, he's asking a child to touch. He did. He asked me to touch feces. And then he said, get it out. And then I said, uh, absolutely not. And ironically, it's funny. It is a health violation. But ironically, he taught health. Yes, he's a he great, was, a great educator. It's on health class because he wanted to inject his his uh, his Christian morals into the public school system that's yeah. right madeira city schools <laughs> yeah there's gonna tag madeira in uh so he what is it what is he saying so he's like get it out no fuck you i'm not getting it out absolutely not yeah i was like yeah, I, I was like whatever you have to do whatever however you however suicides i have to run for not putting my hands in a pile of human shit i'm gonna run those suicides fine whatever fuck you and he goes and this is when he like does his like macho watch me uh punk you out here by doing it myself and he I cannot get this image out of my head he reached into the toilet <laughs> in front of me he fished it out with his uh index finger and middle finger and he held it there like he kept it in the toilet for a second and this was actually a smart way to do it so I will give you credit uh Rick Rockwell you flush the toilet while holding on to the jersey and then uh, you flush it several more times and just let kind of the, the natural vacuum of the toilet get wipe as much feces off of the jersey as possible. And then uh, you said, I'm going to wash this and uh, you're going to use it today for the game. And he washed it and then he gave it to me and it smelled like still smelled. It smelled like human shit. It would have been soaking in diarrhea. Yeah. For hours. Yeah, you can't just get that out that easily. And right? I, I remember like bringing it home to my mom and being like, will you Rock try to wash this again to my mom because it smelled so bad? And she's like, you're not. And I told, and she's like, what happened? And I told her the whole story. She's like, what the fuck? And then she's just like, uh, you know, it's like you're getting him another fucking jersey right now. You're not putting shit. No like, wonder your mom on my doesn't, son. doesn't care for this fellow too <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, she's not a fan. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's a... Uh, that's a... Uh, Freshman year basketball for me and Alex. <laughs> yeah. Well, Which everyone was dying to know about. Everyone goes, what happened in your freshman year basketball? No one said that. Right. No one ever. But it's whatever. good to know. It's a good it's good info. 
Yeah, so I, I quit freshman basketball and I started playing music and then I impressed all the ladies at the high school, mm -hmm. or girls rather, they were, uh, by playing The Scientist by Coldplay perfectly at the high school variety <laughs> show and they all, you know. And then you were like, I'll be a musician forever. That's that's how I knew that, you know, I was good at performing because mm -hmm. like the I got attention from lady. I didn't have any attention from any female or a girl or whatever. Um up until that point. So I yeah. I kind of was flattered, but then I, at the same time, I thought they were all real shallow. So I never even like, because it was junior year, I didn't even play the high school variety show, school, uh, show next to the, the other year, senior year, because I was just like um, real sick of everybody that I went to school with. Yeah. With exception of few, a few people. Mm -hmm. But most of, the, most of them were total, you know, they were real clicky and not, not very nice. Yeah, I would agree with that <clears throat> assessment. Our, yeah, yeah, my graduating class, that is. Yeah, yeah, which would have been the same if I had not moved up for me if I had not moved up to Michigan. And I feel like I just got typecast as a loser because I went, yeah. I went there ever since I was K. Like I went to K through twelve at Madeira High at Madeira schools. Mm -hmm. The problem with a small town like that, there are good things about it, but like growing up in a small community like Madeira, like you, like me and you were there K through twelve. I left after freshman year. Um, is, is that exactly like whatever, it, you know, we're the same hundred kids from kindergarten till you graduate high school, but your world's very small. Their world's very small too. So if, if at a certain age, they're kind of told through um, their little world that they're, they're awesome or they're popular, or they're cool. And somebody right. else is a loser. Then that's what, yeah, they, you know, they just believe that that's just what just they believe. And that. that's the way the world is. And, Alex Baker's a freak, and uh, so he'll always be a freak. And Ricky Morgan needs to be <laughs> until he <laughs> needs to be shit on until he romances all of you with his scientist cover. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sociopathically, yeah. Sociopathically, <laughs> yeah. Going to uh, I I I enjoyed going to uh, a larger school where I graduated with almost like five hundred kids because I could be anonymous and you can meet all different types of people you know, different backgrounds and stuff like that. And I felt like that made me realize, oh, the world's actually a way bigger place than this little small area in Ohio where I, you know, yeah, feel, a, you feel kind of trapped if you're not having a good time there. I think it was actually, in retrospect, a shame that I went to the same school system for my whole life because I never really had, like like we were saying, I, everyone thought I was a loser. Like all the girls thought I was a loser. Mm -hmm. um, they thought I was weird. That's what they thought I was. They thought, weird. Yeah. You're weird. It's yeah. like, how many times do I got to hear that? Okay. You're weird. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I like anyone who's not, would not be considered weird. Right. Weird is good, guys. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. If you're weird, I probably like you. I'm going to eat these. Can I eat these cheese dip? I got them you for you. I, you got I these saved for me? them for you. Oh, Alex. I didn't How, get them is, for you, but I saved these, them. Are these the same they're one? so good. You know what I did notice at being in your house? We're recording this at Alex's house. Um, you you keep a lot of the same snacks that you did when you were a kid around. Do I? I like. like which one? Like these and the orange Tic Tacs. Yeah. I, like, I remember having Tic Tacs in your room all the time. I was always, always had, a, a fan of Tic Tacs. Orange specifically. It's a nostalgic so, flavor for me. It is a nostalgic flavor. It really brought me back to. I got the big one. To listening. <laughs> the big, the big. Uh, the big, the king size Tic Tac. King size Tic Tac. 
Alex. Um, oh my God. It's so good. I'm I'm feeding Rick breadsticks and cheese sauce. <laughs> Cost all of 25 cents. Thank you. And a little lunch packet, like you'd get in a brown bag lunch or something. Yep. With an apple and a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Enjoy. And a bag of... This is a real throwback podcast. Grippo's chips. <laughs> Grippo's are good. Carolina, bar- Carolina classic Grippo's. Or original. Um, Choose. I gave Alex a little bit of brief... Also, Keelan's not here today. Hi, Keelan. Keelan, I'm not saying you've been replaced, but... <laughs> You're not, I didn't invite you to be on the show. <laughs> so you're not here. You could have come to my house. I wouldn't have cared. No. Because I'm friendly. I needed a break from Keelan. Keelan's been reprimanded by me a couple times recently. Oh, by, uh, about what? I can't, I'm not going to go into details about it. My, my associates and contemporaries have been going through discussions and meetings and paperwork. So, you know, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. <laughs> what? Also, I need to return some videotapes. Hey, what are you saying? I'm, I'm just nonsense talking. Oh, just nonsense talking? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> That's like, what wait. I do. <laughs> um, you're weird. Uh, yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> um, yeah, Keelan was a bad boy. He'd been, he's been reprimanded by me. He's on the podcast. I don't know if I'll have him back on. Maybe I will. But we'll see how, how he handles not being on this week, if he can be mature about it. If he comes on the show, I want him to bring me a 100-piece shrimp cocktail. 100-piece shrimp cocktail. I, I, <laughs> I want him to wear a V-neck, except I need him to shave his chest hair only on the right side. Only on one side. So, yes, Keelan, if you're listening, write that down. Right. Yeah. Do I get any? How many, we want to see a hairy left-sided chest. How many demands do I get? Keelan... Keelan might be done with the demands after <laughs> after after the last podcast when we aired that phone call. <laughs> Poor but, guy. But yeah, we we did. Um, uh, I did. Uh, Phil Alexson. He listened to some clips from the podcast just to give him a brief brief background of the show. And Alex, what did you? What are you? What are your opinions or your your thoughts on Keelan so far? Well, I like the photo you chose of him to use in your animations. I was a okay. big fan of your man- animations and the spinning pop tart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Pop Tart 360. It's a yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah, <laughs> plugging it for you. <laughs> it's it's brilliant because it's simple. Yeah, you know, like me, it's just simple. Well, well, what what's my thoughts on Keeling? I'm sort of avoiding the question. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just be nice. Keeling's a smart guy and capable. Yes, he said. Alex, Alex said that you were a smart and capable guy, and that you just needed a break from the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I mean, it sounds like he was a little burnt out. It sounds like he was a little bit like disappointed at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Um. What else is? Uh. Who's your favorite? Uh, do you have any favorite? Uh, who are your musical influences, Alex? Well, I I, I don't have any. I like uh, currently. I like to listen to Mac DeMarco. There's a Salad Days over there. Yeah, that's nice. the last album I was listening to, so that's where I'm going to start. Uh, he's great. He, he he does real simple grooves and like he he's uh 
does all his own instruments like I, I'm doing recently. I've, I've, I've been making new material in my basement studio. Um, and you can listen to some of it if you want. Tell me what you think. I'll oh, play hell a song yeah. or two. That would be great. I would love that. Maybe we could uh, plug that when I release it. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I was tentatively going to call my new EP or album or release whatever you want to call it, whatever it becomes. I've got at least an album's worth of material already recorded that I did all the, the tracks for. Um, I played guitar, um, drums, bass, keyboard, and, and I sing, and I do a lot of overdubs with harmonies. Mm-hmm. So it sounds pretty good, I think, um, because I get to do it how I want to do it. That's what I used to do when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But then I started working with people and they, you know, I'm just trying to not be like a control freak. So I just let them do whatever they want. But it is fun to be a control freak with your own music if 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 you're just doing it by yourself. Yeah. I get like tunnel vision and I'll spend all day on one song. Like you were saying, you spent all day doing that animation, which turned out well. But you were like, man, it took me all day. Yeah. You know, know I'm an idiot. Like, oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, it took me eight hours to make a Pop-Tart spin. Yeah. So I'll record a song like the best way to record a song is is just do it all at once. But I, I kind of get real manic and I kind of lose my mind and I'm, I'm like real hopped up on caffeine. I don't eat. I might even drink like a little beer and smoke pot. Um, and then, well, I drink beer after I've recorded something to see if it's good because like my, mm-hmm. it's good to judge. Calm your, calm your nerves. Yeah, down. it calms my nerves down and it allows me <laughs> to sort of judge more freely, more in, with less inhibitions yeah. as alcohol tends to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what... Um, what it really sounds like and, yeah. and you know not everything i i record sounds like very good but i like to try to like pick and choose which which ones like are the most cutting or something mm. um cuz i do write i i mean i i sort of have i i not sort of i i would be able to write a song right now in front of this microphone with my guitar because i just have have been working on improv and i can sort of sing talk i can say what i'm like I could sing what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. If you wanted me to, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, is that how you, is that how you write a song? Do you, do you, do you, I, do you sit down and write or do you just do what you said? You just kind of start improvising music and kind of sing, talk your thoughts. Yeah. I, I sing, talk my thoughts. I, I let it rip. I let it ride. I let it roll, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I just like say whatever I feel. People like I'm a little bit overly honest. I'm a little bit, you know, on the edge. Like my my emotions are constantly on the edge, and people either love me or hate me. You know, it's I'm mm-hmm. a very polarizing yeah. character, but I am a character, and that's what I always intended to be. So, Alex, you did it. Yeah, how's it feel? Feels you, great. You've reached Mount Olympus. Mount you Olympus. you are officially a character. I agree. And Confirmed. I have my own house. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hey, Alex shit on me today because I said, oh, do you want to come to my apartment and record this? Or do you want to? He's like, well, I have a house actually, not just an apartment, Rick. So maybe you should come to my house. It's like, okay, I'm a fucking loser. No, you're not a loser. It's just that, you know, I have a house and you don't. It's true. You have a, This is a great house. I like the front porch. You take it, the backyard looks nice. You got a new fence. Yeah, I've been planting trees. And I saw the aloe vera garden. plant in the front. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of plants because I'm rolling into planting. I'm rolling into hiking and all that stuff, probably more than I am music, actually, you know, because it's a solitary activity that, that uh, 
centers me and like makes me more meditative and spiritual and hypnotic. Yeah. It's important to be spiritual. Are you worried about your seed dying? No, I don't really want children no. at this point in my life, at least. And also the, the, you know, the state of affairs of this world are a little fucked. Don't you, Do you think? think? Yeah, I would agree. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> People are a little too uptight and everything's going a little fucky. Fucky, yeah. fucky, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, uh, yeah, kids not at this point, no. No, it's not a no. not a wise call. But, you know, I see people all the time having children, and that's why I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it does seem like, man, once you have a kid, it's like, it's over, you know? Kind of. That's I mean, it. That's your life now. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of joys with parenthood, but well, it seems stressful. My dad is sick of it. He said he said it to himself. He's sick of being a dad because he was, you know, started in 1968 and he's tired. <laughs> started doing this in 1968. Yeah. yeah, I forgot you had an older sister. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie. She's yeah, nice. Yeah. She's nice. She but she, uh, but she doesn't live around here. Yeah, where where is she in the states? She lives in Florida. Yeah. You know that place. I've heard of Florida. Second chance state. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Florida woman. Mm-hmm. And Mike B is in Italy. Mike B is Your older M- brother. Milano. Milano. <laughs> <laughs> the fashion capital of the world. He is a fashion boy. Fashionista. He is. He's fashion photographer. He's, he's is that a, his title? No, he's a wedding it? photographer that pretends that he's a fashion photographer. Oh, okay, okay. Shots fired at your older brother, Mike. Well, Michael, if you're listening... I do love you, but you never answer my emails. What the fuck, What's up Mike? with that? Yeah. <laughs> I respond every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, at least you respond. He like he, he won't respond, like, at, ever. <laughs> what about you guys? When's the last time you talked with Mike? Um, during COVID, I talked to him once. One time he... he once came, in this whole year and a half? Yeah. My family... Uh, ignores my presence because i'm too too much of a freak for them yeah you know i'll say what i what i think and i'll, I'll do what i want mm-hmm. you know that's not that doesn't really go along with their program to be yeah. perfectly honest i you know i respect all of them for being individuals but mm-hmm. um it hasn't really been easy rolling as an adult with my family they sort of uh, don't understand me yeah if, if there's a message you want to send to your brother right now if he's listening because I, I think i can get him to listen okay um, what do you want to say to Michael B? Mike B. Mike, I wish that you would have uh, last time you were um, in town. I wish that you would have taken me up on my offer to go on a little trip, day trip with me around Cincinnati and like out to lunch and stuff. But you sat at home and drank mommy and daddy's beer that they bought for <laughs> you and didn't even and then 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 sulked because Maria didn't come with you. His wife. Yes, she's nice. Yeah. She says that I have a good Italian accent. Milano. I don't have any, I don't know any Italian except, scusi, scusi. That means, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or some other few things, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so Mike. Uh, I just think he fucked up by not um, v- visiting his brother and just sort of sitting at home, like, you know, getting drunk while he, like, <laughs> you know. Was he getting drunk with his old pals from St. X? I mean, he, the guy, I don't know. The Anyways. reason why he had to run away is because he 
not very good at making friends, but oh no, stop! Don't do this to Mike. Well, you you, you cut try it out. Just you got to no. Out. We can't. We have to let him hear. The truth is important, Alex. I like him. That's why I want. You him love to, him, right? I, you, yeah, lo- you have love of for your brother. I do. That's why I fucking invited him to hang out with me. Yeah, he just so, turned me down. That's so, all. Mike. This is what Alex is trying to say. Let me. Let me. Let and me. That's s- why I. That's why I don't really like. That's why when you know. That's why you think I'm difficult because I'm doing it despite you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I? Let me. Let me. What a what a great way to repair a relationship. <laughs> Dude, I don't I'm need to repair. He's I run know. away from everybody because yeah. everyone thinks he's a jerk because he is. Okay. Well, you can me... edit that however you want. But okay. Whatever. That's my brother. I can talk shit. But let me say, Mike, Alex, and and you can talk shit about your brother. Um, like I can talk shit about mine, and I do, and I love Sam, and uh, me and Sam have it out, but we love each other, and I know Mike. This is what Alex is trying to say. He misses you. He wants to spend time with you, and he loves you. That's a good translation. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what I just said, except it's a little harsh, you know, to hear. Yeah, it's harsh to hear the way Alex says it, but what he's saying is, Mike B., if you're listening to this, put down your your DSLR digital camera. Yeah. And stop taking pictures of your flowers. No one cares about the yacht you're on that you don't even own. Stop, stop, stop. I Mike, can't help Mike, myself. I know it's okay. Stop. And uh, so, Mike B, if you're listening, look, Alex loves you. I love you. I also, if you're, I'm upset that you were in Cincinnati. And I didn't get to see you. I, I would love to have a reunion with Mike B. I always, I always grew up lo- loving you, thinking you were a funny guy. You used to like to lift me up and put my head on the ceiling to show how small I was, and it always he made me laugh. You, he called you Ricky Moron. He called me Ricky Moron. I do remember that. But he just made. But when he did it, it just made me laugh. Like well, Mike could was, never hurt my feelings. Yeah, he was. He I knew liked, it was out of love. It was you. out of love. I knew he didn't like some of my other friends, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He would always be real opinionated about who I was hanging out with. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching what we watched the movie The Wood with your brother one time. The Wood, which I don't even know about that. those guys, um, who were one of them was getting married, and it was like a flashback to their childhood, and they had like. They all it's like a it's like three black guys who were best friends. Oh, do you remember that? And they had yeah, like the he had that movie on like VHS or something. Yeah, he really he liked, liked that it, movie. Yeah. yeah, he made us watch it. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> he liked to boss people around. It was one of his things to do. Yeah, I was totally like I would have like, uh, um, you know, as a child because he was what five years older than me. Um, he was born in. Uh, I think he was. Is born he forty? Or 39? I don't even know because I don't talk to him. We don't even know how old you are, Michael. He, I think he was born in 1982, so he's almost 40. Okay. He's like 39 or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, so, you know, Mike B., come on. Call call your brother or at least call me so no, I can talk to you. Don't even call me because I don't answer <laughs> my phone. You got to email me. like Or like I don't give my phone number to people that ignore me. <laughs> Because I don't even have a window. Mike, call me. Contact me on social media. I'll give you my phone number. You call to... me, Mike B, and we'll talk and hang out next time you're in town. If Alex doesn't want to hang out with you, that's his loss. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just am. Okay, there you go. So a family of jerks. You and your brother both jerks, according to you. <laughs> I, I have a different style of it than he does. Yeah. How would... <laughs> his is more openly bullying. 
I don't bully people. I don't stand there and like try to push them or anything physically or anything. Yeah, he, I, he doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't either, but, do that. But no, he, he did when he was that. a kid, but that was pretty standard, you know. That's standard kid stuff. Yeah, and he always was nice to me. And I will say that and a lot of people he liked Ricky. A, a lot of people, he's cool. A lot of know. people were not, especially because I was so small. They like to use that as like you said. People like to fight you because you're tall. It was like the same thing they for like me to growing try up. Try to pick fights with me. Yeah. I've been punched out before for no reason too. Like yeah, me as well. Twice, yeah, you know, uh-huh. I just stand in there and some drunk idiot comes and smacks me in the face and breaks my glasses and I'm Jesus just like, thanks Christ. a lot, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> Thank run, you. runs off like a coward. Has a full sleeve Bengal tiger tattoo on both arms. You know, looks like a real winner. You know, <laughs> no methamphetamines here. No, 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 no. <laughs> No toxic masculinity here. No, this guy is toxic. I think I think you might be toxic, sir. Is that what you said when you got up from your I from just your days? Like, I was what just was like, that? I think he's toxic. I just he ran off like a coward. Like I said, he saw that I didn't even fall down or anything, and the, or barely hey, flinched. And, and where, I was pissed. Where was your big brother there? Nowhere to be seen. He right? was in Italia. He was in Italy. Mike, you were in Italy when your brother was getting beat Italia. up by by a strange crackhead redneck. Correct. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, I'm happy that we've started talking about you. Uh, and I do really want you to reach out to me and we can talk on the phone. Um, uh, Mike likes my friends better than he likes me anyway. He enjoys talking to them more. Yeah, I'll talk to Mike. That'd be fun. And then when he's in town, I can go have beers with him at your parents' house and he'll, he, <laughs> we can not invite you, Alex. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you talked to Douglas? Maybe last month. Last maybe, month? Maybe two months ago. How do you sound? Um, he, he was doing well. Um, he's cheerful as always, but he mumbles on the phone and doesn't put his mouth up to the receiver. So it's kind of hard to hold a conversation with him on the phone personally. Yeah. I think you've experienced that. I did. I haven't talked to him since I was 18. I spoke with him on the phone a few weeks ago and I did experience that. And, uh, I think I, I think I stayed on the phone too long, you know? Because eventually he was like, well, I have to go now. And yeah, I was like, like, oh. Well, you know, you're, you're really bothering me. <laughs> back to some important paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doug, I, you're great. I'm, yeah, it was know, fun to catch always... up with Doug. And maybe we'll get him, um, if he comes back in town, me, you, him, and Mike B can all hang out. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to Skyline with Doug. Let's go to the Kenwood Skyline with Doug so he can be like, hey, Charlie, and act like he still knows all the like regular people. Does he do that? Yeah. It's real funny. It's real charming. You know? I'm a real... He's not Doug, a real man of the town. Man you know? of the people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the commoners. Oh! Uh, nice to everyone. No, I like... <laughs> uh, sorry, Doug. I'm not trying to make fun of you. You're like, this is what... These are the things I like about you anyway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Doug. Uh, dear God, I just want to um, speak to you today and just really I want you to hear my prayers and my cries um, for you. And I just want to, first of all, just thank you, Lord, for giving us Alexander Baker and his beautiful music. And, um, you know, I'm so lucky that Alex came into my life when I was six years old. I was just a little boy. And Alex was just a little boy, but he was a big boy. He was so big. And he's still big. He's six eight and a half. And thank you for all the inches of Alex. And thank you for his family. Thank you for his mother, Janice. His father, Chris. And most importantly, his older brother, Mike B. Mike, we're praying for you tonight. Praying 
that you repair your relationship with your family and you say you're sorry for all the things you've done to Alex. And the next time you're in Cincinnati, you find me and we hang out and we just laugh about old times and we talk about new times. And maybe, you know, we all go to Skyline Chili together in Kenwood and we bring Doug Hopping and Alex comes and you guys are friends forever and brothers forever. And that's what this is about, brotherhood. In your name we pray, God. Amen. Amen, brother. Alex, play a song for us. What do you want to play? I'll play uh, the song I wrote called Popular. It's a new one. Copyright 2021, Alex Baker. Don't try to fucking steal it.
You could spin me any other ways As long as this land As long as this sand around you Wow, awesome. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Sorry, I forgot the lyrics. That was awesome. I loved it. Thank you. You're the best. Bye.